Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Barbara and Declan join us uh, once again for uh, So You Think You're an Adult. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Uh, This is, uh, I'm interested to hear what your uh, observations will be on this one. My husband and I have been married for almost 12 years. We have two kids and we're both in our late 40s. We have what I would describe as a fairly average sex life. It can be hard with kids around and all the time, but we try our best anyway. Himself told me that he really wants to get a nipple ring. At first I was shocked and found it hilarious. And then I realised that he seems to be something he's genuine and serious about. He, sna- he says he's never had a tattoo or a piercing. and He's never indulged any of his kinks before. He says he wants to do something rebellious and that only we will know about it. He says it will improve foreplay and that'll spice things up. I'm scared for him because apparently it's very painful. And secondly, I'm really worried that I'll find it unattractive. I don't want to burst his bubble of enthusiasm. Send help. <laughs> I'm kind of worried this is probably more in your bailiwick yeah. than mine. Uh, I, I assume it's only the one, does she, or should you get a pair? I, I don't know. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd know more I don't than know, me. Barbara. You, please, you speak and I'll okay. correct you as usual. All right, okay. Well, um, I mean, the thing that I thought was interesting about this letter and the one sentence that kind of, I think, is unlocks the whole lot for this woman and is, finds the answer is she's Average. saying she's worried that she's worried that she'll find it unattractive. Mm. Um, whereas he's doing it supposedly to spice up their sex life. And I think when it comes to finding things sexy or not, most of us know in advance of seeing something whether we're probably going to find it sexy or not. Yeah. And I think so if she's saying she's worried that she will find it unattractive, I think chances are she will find it unattractive. Not least because She's, she knows um, that it's probably going to be painful. And that makes you then, if you look at something on somebody's body that was probably painful to do, you do kind of like, you don't want to touch it. You don't want to, it's kind of wincy. Mm. You know, you're kind of like her. So, um, <laughs> do that again. <laughs> like, I like your wincy. So, whereas he's entitled to do whatever he wants with his nipples, obviously, sure. or any other part of his anatomy, that's fine. But I do think the chances of her finding it um, attractive is are pretty slim, and I think he needs to know that before he before he <laughs> endures the pain of getting his nipple pierced. I think she needs to say that the chances are, Fred, I'm not actually going to love this, and I'm not sure that it's going to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. If that is what he wants to achieve, spicing up his sex life. Because the other thing I think is interesting is that. They're both in their late 40s, staring down the barrel of 50. Mm. That can make you do weird shit. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true. And I think that, y- y- you know, again, I remember when I, I remember way back when I was that age thinking, I'm going to dye my hair purple. Because you want people to kind of go, not put you in a box yes, of being absolutely. a certain way because you're a certain age. Mm-hmm. So uh, you kind of go, I want to show people that I'm still a bit mad or I'm still a bit of a hippie or I'm still a bit out there. Um, and it was... My experiment in purple hair was a disaster, uh, but at least it didn't hurt. So mm. I would just worry that he's doing this for kind of serious reasons. Unless he's going round though with the, the nipple hanging out of his shirt. No one will <laughs> no know he has it anyway. Yeah, that's and true. Well, I suppose he could tell people and he could show it off in the pub and all that kind of stuff. Is that what, what you show off? <laughs> let's, let's, let's ask Declan. What kind of a pub is he going to? Yeah, Declan would know. know the I answer to that. No, I wouldn't know. But actually, I thought I thought you were going to point out a different sentence in this oh. that unlocked this. And I don't think that it is about the. Well, obviously, it is for her about the unattractiveness in her mind of of a, of a, a, a nipple piercing. I think is the way that she described. 
we have what I would describe as a fairly average sex life, which to me is like um, normal. No, it's it not is normal. normal. Well, it's, a, it's a terrible thing to say, oh, about, you know. But what you're it is, it, it reveals. Again. I'm not showing off. It reveals that the perspective <laughs> you're claiming that the husband's getting a nip nipple ring is for use the word spurious reasons and I presume what you mean is reasons related to what other people might think about the whole thing when in fact the lady who's describing her vanilla sex life as being very average and <laughs> and and kind of and by presumably for the husband then quite boring um it shows that her perspective isn't about her intimacy with the person that she's with. It's about some idea of that, oh, we're doing everything that we need to do, just checking it off a list, whatever it is. He's saying to her the equivalent of, I think we need to paint the living room lime green. And she's fixating on lime green, lime green, lime green, and not, I think we need to paint the living room. So you're saying that he is so emotionally constipated or inarticulate that he cannot actually speak no. the words that we need to spice up our what? sex life and he goes and gets a nipple pierced as kind no, of a, but he's, but, but a sideways no, 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 way no, 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 Not at all. I think, I, think, I think for her, the idea of a nipple ring is this kind of crazy, painful thing when in fact, I don't even think that it hurts that much to be honest with you. I don't know. But I haven't if got she one does, I wouldn't find that attractive either. I'd be a bit like, but, gee. That's fine. Gee. That's fine. But then How maybe, does it, can I ask a technical question? How does it spice up your sex life anyway? Do you exactly. know, pull or, or what do you yeah, do? Yeah, for some people, presumably, all bodies are different and some people presumably <laughs> are quite, it's an erogenous zone for many people. It's a highly kind of uh, erotic right. place okay. to touch and people, and, and having an extra kind of sensation there gives them the horn, whatever it gives them. And and that's good <laughs> for him. Expensive. She's not in, interested. Yeah, but I found it hard to believe. In, they've been married 12 years and presumably they were having sex before that and he's never suggested she tug his nipple or anything <laughs> at all. And he's has. kept all these things hidden. Come on. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. And I mean, you know, again, all he has to do is say, I like you pulling me nipples. You don't have to go yeah. sticking a yoke in it. Like. Well, no, but again, okay, that's very judgmental because a lot of people actually do want What's to have a judgmental about that? Because you're saying you don't have to do that whereas I'm saying some people want to do that and bodily autonomy means that they should be able to do that if they want to. That's but true. if he's doing it to spice up his love life and she's saying that's going to backfire spectacularly because it's going to do the reverse, that's a bit daft. Only when it comes to having sex with her. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. Just saying, girl. Shock I'm just saying, horror. you know. Shock what horror. It's not shock horror. It's like... God, that's just know. spiraled out of control unexpectedly. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying, love, is when it comes to sexuality, you know, having your own needs met is as important as, as being attractive to the person you're married to. But do you not think there's some something in the fact that she needs to tell him that she's probably not going to find it attractive and therefore Ooh. it's not going to achieve what he thinks to it is. To quote you, why doesn't she find the words in her little mind to be able to say that She's to him She's looking then. for advice from us. So are we telling her to talk to him then? What I'm just pointing out is sometimes sometimes people create these kind of avatars for their emotion. They kind of pick a thing. It's their way of saying the, the, the kind of more complicated sentences. Instead of, instead of saying something like, I would like for us to spice up our sex life because I feel it's gotten a bit boring. They say, I'm would get you like, piercing. I'm going to get a nipple piercing. Yeah. she doesn't like Fine, but then maybe the conversation is what he's trying to start. Is the conversation? I think it's you not get a tattoo about the architecture. It's it's actually the it's the plans that he's trying to talk about. You know, he's actually trying to say, you know, we've been married a long time. Let's do something a little bit 
bonkers. What's wrong with that? So what do you tell them? Nothing's that- wrong with that. Maybe she's, it scares her a little and she thinks, you know, nipple ring today, gimp mask tomorrow and, and God knows what comes <laughs> I, I, after that. I don't that. think it's a gateway yeah. drug in fairness. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, I do, but I do think though that there, there, there's a certain safety in people resisting trying things out because they I haven't done it before. I think you're overthinking it. I'm not I think thinking people have, My daughter has a piercing thing through her what you call mm, this yeah, no, septum. septum most of them and I hate yeah. it yeah. and I won't touch it yeah. and I'm like oh, oh. No, I know but I'm sure you feel the I same mean, way about like, tattoos oh. no or, I don't feel the same way about tattoos a lot of people I don't feel, feel no, the same way about these tattoos things, I'm always terrified it'll get caught I'll catch it I'll pull it <laughs> or what do you do, do if you have to blow your nose yeah you can kill yeah, someone yeah no if it shoots out you can take someone's eye out with that thing you know like Indiana Jones kind of harmless like just like drawing on yourself I mean it's painful and all the rest of it probably not for me Although lately I've been wondering, but probably not for me. Yeah. But uh, one, get a mad one there. Would I? Go on, yeah. What would I get? A mad You're going to get an owl on the back of your spine, as you told us on this show before. Everybody listening who knows knows. You told us that before. Right down the tramp stamp. Right down the tramp. What are you laughing at? Sorry. What's so funny about that? I think it'd be great, but you have to you'd have to change your wardrobe as well to go along with the tramp stamp. <laughs> you no, know, just like a, a few lung, low it's pointless. I feel I'd be bullied You're again. Not being bullied. Once okay, again. so what is that? What should this? She needs to tell him, I don't think that's a turn on. If they want to spice up their sex life, that's a whole different thing. But Declan thinks... Exactly. I said I'm not interested in painting the the living room lime green, but we do need to talk about doing the room up. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. But she can't use the words do the room up. She has to be more <laughs> yeah, specific, specific than that. It's That's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a metaphor. But I think I think the nipple ring might even be a metaphor as well. It's like it's a symbol. It's like a thing saying we just need to not be having an average sex life. We need to be having special moments. But yeah. like when you're married and you've kids. Yeah, I know. Mean, no, that is hard. I know. I know. It's hard. Don't be putting it I know it's hard. It's hard in when you put it all together, all the experiences all together. But maybe once in a while you know stepping up can you get a clip on one like clip on earrings I'm sure you can you probably can Yeah, you yeah. said that with absolute certainty could, you, could she just put an old could she just nip down and stick an old clothes peg a on peg, uh, yeah. and give it a give it an old tug exactly. with that you know that'd that be kind of that's kind of hot yeah. I like that or like the things you start yeah. car, you know, jump start jump yeah. 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 she could go. wear she could wear her marigolds while she's doing it yeah God, I have an idea for tonight. I uh, right. necessarily mean. <laughs> Just because you want your nipples pierced doesn't mean suddenly you're going to go down into sort of S&M territory. It doesn't, it doesn't have to slippery be that. Slope, Declan, slippery it's slope, Declan. Slippery slope. Jesus. That's what it is. The voice of Conservative uh, Ireland. Ed says there are worse things than a nipple ring. She should uh, think herself lucky he's not getting a Prince Albert. Uh, she would really feel oh, that one. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, ouchie. Uh, the, I remember discovering a piercing on a girl I got friendly with. I certainly wouldn't choose for my partner to have one. But it didn't put me off. She did say that getting it was painful, uh, that she actually passed out. It wasn't her nipple. And this woman's husband hasn't got one of them. Does that help? What? What? I've lost. He hasn't got a nipple. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like this this person was having sex with a woman and found out she had a piercing and... Uh, uh, and her husband doesn't have the same piercing. What kind of a situation was that? That's interesting. Uh, tell that sham to bite the bullet and get a tattoo. Think instead of a sham. Sham. There's yeah. a word we should use more yeah, often. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sham. Sham's a great word. Sham. Yeah. Sham marriage. No, sham. Like calling somebody, a, you know, <laughs> yeah. instead of saying himself. Uh, or... Noel says he finds wearing a bra and false breasts really exciting and I'm a man. Well, obviously, uh, <laughs> if it's false breasts. Uh, <laughs> I don't find I mean, them that exciting. Yeah. I do get that's paid. A, that's a day in the office for Declan. <laughs> 
for heaven's sake, can that woman not indulge the poor man and encourage him to go for it uh, and get his nipple pierced? The fact that she's supporting him will do wonders for them, uh, uh, says Maria. They can make a day out of it. Bring the kids. And <laughs> they can all pour for ice cream afterwards. <laughs> oh. like, yeah. Well, I'm at the end of my tether with the new neighbours. They moved in six months ago. They're renting. Uh, ooh, little snobby. Yeah, there. I that. Two adults and two kids. And it's been a nightmare. The kids are shouting and acting out all day long. The dog is a yappy little thing who barks every time he's put out the back, which is about six times a day. And they slam doors constantly. We even hear them pounding up and down the stairs. <laughs> oh we live God. in a typical boom era, semi-detached house. So the walls are timber frame. About six weeks after they moved in, I knocked and asked that they be more mindful of how, they, of how loud they are and explain that we can hear everything. The reception was frosty at best and nothing has changed. I know the lady who's renting out the house to them, but she says this is my issue to resolve and it's nothing to do with her because it's noise of a typical, of typical family life. Is this normal? Should I just put up with it? <laughs> yeah look, look I kind of relate to this writer's pain because having uh, your domestic life infringed upon by noise from your neighbours and it can become really annoying and I've had experiences really bad experiences with neighbours over the years um, and, and I know as a result, that even when it gets really, really bad, there's a, there's a limit to what you can actually do. Um, with renters, you might have extra recourse, but if the person living next door or above you or below you is making your life difficult in whatever way, um, owns the place, you know, basically you're, you're just dealing with somebody who's got the equivalent rights to you. And unless they're breaking uh, local council bylaws or, or, you know, noise pollution laws or anything like that. There's not a lot you can do. So, so, and the threshold for what would be normal noise is a lot higher than most people would think, you know, and, and, and maybe what's happened is that for this family, the people ne- living next door have basically burst the bubble of the tranquility that they had by having a relatively quiet or an empty house next door to then suddenly having somebody living, probably, possibly, making exactly the same kind of noises that they're making, but people never recognise the, their own noise. They don't recognise mm, yeah. the space that they take up themselves in the world. They only see when somebody else parks outside their door or they only see when somebody else is, is kind of getting in on their territory in, in a way that raises their shackles. So I think there is an element of like, she does have to put up with this because unfortunately just, it is a, a bit tough. I think the approach in the initial instances of the six weeks in seems a bit heavy handed and a little bit kind of misjudged because for all the things I've mentioned already that you know you don't really have rights in that situation so you can't just go barging in no. telling somebody that your family your children are playing or in the backyard yeah. and you know of course that's going to annoy somebody so what you've done is you've kind of you've, you've removed the goodwill from the situation yeah but you've also made it seem like you're a really difficult person to live next door. You've not acknowledged in any way that you might be inconveniencing these renters, which is another kind of, you know, what, what, do you think that, that gives you more rights? Yeah. In that way? Like, um, so a lot of that situation, I think fundamentally, I think I, I feel sorry for you if your life is being disturbed by the people that live next door to you. I know what that feels like, but I also know that your approach to it has been bad so far. So I think you need to do a little bit of backtracking, maybe a little bit of analysis of exactly what it is that's bothering you because there is certain things that they can't do anything about. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're in a semi-G, you're going to hear stuff from next yeah, door. Exactly. Isn't it? It is. Now, yeah. some people are door bangers, that must, that, that must be yeah, said, and other people less so. But the yakky dog, I, I imagine I know how annoying that is. I'd like yeah, to apologise to my neighbours for the <laughs> yappy dog who lives in my house. <laughs> 
But you can't do anything about it. And there's no, no. law against having a, an animal that makes animal noises. In, well, I mean... Yeah, Maybe, no, I mean, yeah. unless it's doing impressions, uh, then that's unforgivable. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, again, like you say, I was kind of struck by, I wonder who lived there before these renters. Was it the woman who's now the landlady living on her own, mincing mm. her way gently up the stairs at night and not banging any doors? Uh, because, yeah, I mean, this letter, to be honest, I mean, I think you've been very, um, you've been very gentle with them because this letter kind of really annoyed me. Uh, because like what? she has described to me is a normal busy family with young kids and a yappy dog living next door and if you choose to live in the suburbs or in an urban setting with all the convenience that that has all around it you live in a community um, and that part of that whole deal is there's very few houses where you don't hear some of what is perhaps going on uh, next door, especially if you're in a semi-detached or a terrace mm. uh, situation or an apartment um, so you know yeah like you I mean it's where do you draw the line? They're not doing anything. Like if they were playing music and having boom, boom music yeah. on at four o'clock in the morning, then I'd say, yeah, absolutely knock on the door and say, that's not on. We all have to get up for work. But pounding up the stairs in their own house. You can't there do you that. Go. Now. I think um, often. Banging doors. Like, I mean, that's all the kind of stuff that goes on when you've kids. They don't always close the door gently. They do go tearing yeah. up the stairs at 100 miles an hour. Uh, the yappy dog, I'd be a little bit, yeah, maybe, you know, the dog shit. But I mean, they're saying it happens six times a day. They obviously let the dog out and the dog barks to come back in. And that's it. Like, it's not like they're leaving the dog in the garden all day They're sick of the dog barking inside the house and rather than kick him up the arse, they put <laughs> him out in the back garden. The, the dog has to go and do his business and then he yeah. has to come back in. So he's barking to say, can I come back in? And then they probably let him back in. So I think they're being, the person who wrote this letter is being remarkably intolerant and I think it was a very bad judgment to go in six weeks the after they The reason for the intolerance in. though, what, something has happened to uh, some personality aspect about the, the this writer that's allowing the things to trigger them that much I think that's where they that's where they could do a little bit of work to kind of yeah, calm absolutely. themselves down but I also there. think there's a thing about you know as long as you keep focusing on all the noise you're going to hear lots more yeah absolutely yeah. Do you know, that's you've kind of what I mean to kind of go, this take is chill background pill. noise of life yeah. in the burbs and unless you know there's screaming or there's fighting or there's obscenities or there's music playing in the middle of the night you really don't have a problem and I think she'd be surprised to know how much <laughs> other people around Yes. are dealing with exactly. that, that, that that is unless they're picking. screaming pull my nipple ring at 2 o'clock in the morning then that might be different Sorry, that was my animal impression yeah. <laughs> when I moved into my house over 10 years ago I was amazed at how noisy the neighbours kids were 10 years later and their kids are grown up and moved out I have kids now I can't believe how noisy my kids are <laughs> yeah. uh, that family could have been us we let it all hang out and I'm 20 stone and stampy we're also renting soz uh, <laughs> my sister had upstairs neighbours once thought they were throwing snooker balls at the floor when really it was the woman walking around in her heels yeah. she could also hear them expectorating expectorating copious phlegm in the loo and throwing up on Saturday mornings so yeah put Can't the high heels on out end. for a mad night okay that's great <laughs> My boyfriend and I have been dating for almost seven months now and have only recently started sleeping in the same bed on a regular basis. Before that, we might hook up, but things are more routine now. Bed with a book, sleep, wake up, breakfast together. What I've only recently begun to realise, however, is that he insists on sleeping in the nip. Even if we're not having sex, he says he prefers it and likes to be free when he sleeps. But I find it distinctly uncomfortable and I'm constantly terrified that my daughter will walk in on us or that there's some sort of emergency and he gets caught out in the nude. I'm constantly on edge when he does it. <laughs> oh, Jesus I Christ. This. I love this, love this, love this. Um... Sleeping in the nip is wonderful. I think it is. Uh, I think it is wonderful. I think it is freeing. I think 
getting tied up in your own pajamas or whatever at mm. night when you're twisting and turning you don't have any of that and it is freeing and I've always believed that you know everything needs to be aired out at night and I think that's all good <laughs> okay <laughs> so like I'd be all for it now having said all that we did it for absolutely years and we only stopped reasonably recently but we felt we'd tipped over into the territory of possibly terrifying firemen or neighbours <laughs> if we had to evacuate <laughs> in the middle of the night it was you know we we tipped over into that so um, you know but these guys sound as if they're young and probably not as flabby and flappy as we are. Um, so like I would respectfully suggest that she might try and get used to it. I honestly don't really, you know, understand why she has an issue with it. Um, like it seems to me that the like I totally agree with you. I think the the only element is that it's the, it's the the boyfriend the staying over the young child. Yeah, that dynamic. It's something that maybe you just need to get used to it over time. Yeah. It's, that's, but that's, again, that's irrelevant because it's nothing to do with somebody's body. That's, yeah. that's ridiculous. I mean, the only thing I would say, if, if, if and I don't know how old the young daughter is, but if she is climbing into bed, as young kids sometimes do in the middle of the night, okay. then perhaps, yeah. definitely, uh, pyjamas would be better. But In which case, I do not happening. think that the guy would be like kind of copping yeah. onto that. And just, yeah, and, he probably you would. Know. So... But like the sleeping in the dip, I think is great. Yeah. I think so I don't really see what the problem is. And again, yeah, I agree with you. And again, eventually that might change when they realise that they, they get a bit of a chill at night time. They want to wear like a, you yeah, know, Well, I mean, if she was to come in in the middle of the night, she probably won't be getting in on his side of the bed anyway. She'd be looking for her mammy. Yeah, yeah, she probably, probably yeah. get She's in. She's not going to go. Where's naked strange guy? I want to cuddle for me. And again, I mean, you know, and I don't want to come across like I'm part of a nudist colony or anything. But like, so what? Like, you know, put your pants on. Yeah. Afterwards, who cares? Yeah. It's not like, oh my yeah, God, I, I saw I a mean, naked person. Get yeah, over yourself. Even though I'm very conservative, as you've already alluded to. I, 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 I was as well, You said conservative <laughs> Ireland over there. Yeah, but I think, yeah, I don't see the problem here. I don't I see the problem. She but she has a problem with it. She's constantly on edge. He's naked behind me. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you're the one that brought him into your life. There's only one. No, I'm not going to say it. No. No, it's not too say early it. in the day. Yeah, okay, it's too know. early in the day. But are, are, are you thinking maybe they're not suited as a couple? If he likes to be free and she's on edge. No, no, no. I wouldn't say they're not suited as a couple. Um, but she she needs to be a bit freer. <laughs> she I just think needs to be. I think it's teething. <laughs> Time though, isn't it? It's just they're getting used to it, like the normality of just physically being people. That's not just a, a kind of a like a stopover or whatever it was before in the past. Yeah. It's actually you know the living, breathing, fully bodied male now in the house being yeah. just being himself. And, she and what she describes, I suppose, of the like getting into bed and reading your book and you know bre- then getting up for breakfast. I think she's got a vision in her head like of that happens in your pyjamas like the way it does in the mm. movies and maybe him there you know with his nipple ring hanging out maybe, <laughs> yeah. and being maybe she just feels you it see, and from this I infer they don't have sex every time he stays over that's normal sex Declan yeah. that's what yeah. normal no, sex looks like sex at all <laughs> no sex that's no sex that's what normal sex is like not having sex uh, The uh, going back to the noisy neighbours this horrendous living next door to dog owners that leave their dog out barking best solution is to start hammering or drilling the shared wall when the dog is barking uh, yakky dog owners are like smokers neither notice the thing that annoys other people by the way I think that texter meant 
uh, that the girl's piercing was in a piece of anatomy that the man who wants to get his nipple pierced does not have. Yes, I, I yeah, yes, understood that. that. Oh, that went straight over my no, head. No, the way it was phrased, it sounded like he, he'd met the girl's partner yes. as well and, and, and didn't have it. Uh, start, uh, uh, noisy neighbours start to learn the bagpipes, accordion, violin, trumpet or drums. I was a drummer in my youth. Sunday at 9am, me and the brothers started with the drums and accordions and a version of It's a Long Way to Tipperary. That got the neighbours' attention. Uh, I imagine it did. Uh, did it actually uh, solve this problem or not? I wonder. Uh, he said there's no law against having a yappy dog. That's not correct. There are laws governing dogs and excessive barking. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. The dog can be put away if it's barking too much. Like, that, you know, you're going down. But I don't think they said in the letter, they didn't give me the impression that the dog is barking all day. They just said they have a yappy dog who yaps about six times a day. That sounds like they let the dog out to do his business and they might be upstairs and the dog wants to come in and he yaps for five or ten minutes until you let him in. Um, you know. And Some dogs are... Like as I said, I they're yappy. We they're yappy. yappy. Yeah. yeah, and she can't help herself. It's like she has a quota. Yeah, uh, she just barks at everything <laughs> all the day house. long. In the house, yeah. outside of the house, all the time. Yeah, there's yeah. two gates. She goes to each. She go, shoots out the door. Goes to that gate. Barks. Goes to the other gate. Barks. Right. Uh, she hates to hear people enjoying themselves. Right. <laughs> uh, that's that's our main thing. Uh, this is a country people problem. I grew up on a housing estate in town and take absolutely no notice of sounds from the house yeah. next door. My wife grew up in the sticks and can hear a mouse fart next door. I told her to get over it. <laughs> uh, this is just the sound of people living their lives when all you hear is the odd cow mooing. Mary next door running up the stairs is nothing to get worked up about. I don't think that's true, actually. What? Because the country the, people are No, the country is really noisy. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you live near a field full of cows, like, you're walking no. up very early, making an awful racket. Right, yeah. But if you are living in a house that's got, like, land around it, you're not going to hear the kind of minutiae of somebody's next door living. No, that's true. I mean, you know, the cows could be more like an ambient sound, like the traffic on the road that you get used to, you know? But it is, it is, you can, it's what you can get used to it's quite amazing yeah. it keeps things really quickly and I think sometimes the problem is people choose to get yeah. worked up about things rather than just exactly. seeing if they can actually just, just, just make themselves down. get used to it mm. if not you can get excited about there's other things that you earplugs and an to live with yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, somebody texted Sue just texted in to say uh, about sleeping in the nip she should try it sleeping in the nip is lovely I've rediscovered the joys in my 60s right. says Sue so she's not worried about yeah. uh, the fire brigade she's not no uh, the house next door to me just went up for sale this week for the last 15 years my next door neighbour was a deaf old lady so I could be as noisy as I liked I didn't have to worry about playing loud music late at night and stuff like that now I'm in a panic about having new neighbours yeah. and possibly a family living next door to me does to me, Barbara yeah. or Declan have any advice you how know what? to adapt do you know what I I honestly believe very often the world will produce exactly what it is that you expect it to produce. If you're expecting to have a problem with your next door neighbours already, before <laughs> they've even one. bought the house, you're going to get that delivered fairly quickly. Just stop focusing on it. Expect that your neighbours are going to be fine. Yes. And then chances uh, and, are. And, and, and like... Expect that you're going to be fine for them, yeah, and try to and have open channels fine. with them. Sometimes you can meet, like you can have people that aren't great. Sometimes you can have great neighbours. Sometimes the, the deaf old lady is the best neighbour you ever had because you know. Although the deaf old lady, sometimes if she's not completely deaf, would be listening to her television very, very loud. Yeah, but she'll still go to bed by yeah. eleven, and yeah. it's like so it's I mean, all within no a realm perfect. of things. Well, presumably she's not listening to us today for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Barbara and Declan, thank you both very much. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that, looking for the invisible bits of the universe. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.